I like to capture like moments from my adventures and my travels and like I had a good time here and I want to make that come to life. That's like my main goal with everything I do. But obviously you can get caught up in numbers. If you have an opportunity to have a job where you're going to make marginally more money, but significantly less happy, you got to go with the job that makes you a little less, but you're loving like what you're doing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Golden Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mays, here in the Polar Pro Studio. And today we have a two-for-one episode. Not only one guest, but two incredible guests today. They are buddies, they are bros, but they are incredible photographers in their own rights. Our two guests today are Braden Hall and Ryan Rasatka. Braden comes from Toronto, Canada, and Ryan actually is from Massachusetts, but now lives in Los Angeles. In our interview, we go over how to begin as a travel photographer and how to take your love for adventure and turn that into a career. Both of these guys didn't start out wanting to do photography. They really just had a passion and love for adventure and travel, and they turned that into their full-time jobs. I really enjoyed interviewing these two guys. It was a lot of fun talking to them. They kind of interact like they're brothers because they've known each other for so long and they travel so much together. So I think you're going to find this really entertaining episode. So without any further ado, let's listen in on our interview with Brayden and Ryan. So, uh, how, how long have you guys known each other and uh, how did you guys meet each other? Uh, we've known each other for about two and a half years. Uh-huh. We've it- three now, dude. No, 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 it's two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah, because <laughs> that was in like February of 17. You guys sound like a couple. I love it. I know. (laughs) He's the first person I ever met, like from Instagram. Like, really? We were like just both like outdoor photographers, and like I saw his work because he's getting picked up by like different pages and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I think mine was like at a similar thing and then uh-huh. i was just like messaging him he also had like really funny stories so yeah like, what are you doing man like <laughs> yeah you know, like so, chatting and stuff before yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then i was like yo i'm gonna go to oregon he's like oh sick like let's do a trip man let's meet up <laughs> he brought down his whole crew which are, they're all oh, my uh, friends now too yeah yeah we were rolling in dude <laughs> it's amazing yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun so it was two years ago yeah like no you just yeah. kind of maybe three you guys are just buddies now and just chilling yeah we've been, been working jobs together for like the past year yeah we, we didn't hang out like that much after the oregon thing but then uh-huh. we did like a job with air new zealand like in december oh and cool like ever since that job we've just been kind of working together and doing more things like yeah the costa rica workshop i was talking about what's that like working together is there competition at all you guys just like to collab or what i don't think there's actually any competition <laughs> no why because like, one is better than the other or definitely what definitely. Hey, <laughs> i was gonna be nice i was gonna be nice <laughs> so, no 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 dude i was i'm just trying to beat you to the punch yeah i was gonna be nice no, 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 there's no, no competition. No, there's no, no. Like, that's what I found interviewing a lot of Instagrammers and stuff. Uh, do you guys like me call you that? Or what do you mean call you? Photographer? I, I'll my photographer. Cool, photographer I'll call that. with a following on social media. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes called an influencer by brands. Like, <laughs> I, I think that. if we weren't doing brand work and a lot of work outside Instagram. Yeah. And if like photography wasn't the main focus of what we do. And you make money off brand deals on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that would that would probably be fine. But yeah. I, I think photographers like slightly better. Yeah. 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 a lot of work that like i do and ryan will do that you probably will never see gotcha it's just cool sold to brands and stuff it's so on my website but but anyways interviewing a lot of different photographers and stuff like i found that just 
when you collaborate with other people, it just, it just really helps overall. Cause yeah. like your eye and your eye are totally different. You might be in the same setting, but you get totally different photos. Yeah. You're able to just be with each other to, you know, hang out with each other, have fun. And obviously sometimes it's like a little bit of competition, but we have a pretty cool like network of people we talk to and hang out with all the time. Yeah, so. I mean, Ryan has like more followers than you. So hey, 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 hey. it's not always about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just number. No, there's, there's definitely some things that like Braden's really good at that I suck at. And there's uh -huh. some things that like, like <clears throat> I'm pretty good at that. Trumped them, trumped them on the visit Peru job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, definitely like uh, for me, like things that I'm starting to work on are more like lifestyle-y things uh -huh. and whatnot. And he's like really good at that and incorporating it into like an immersive yeah. photo where you're like, oh man, I want to be there. I want to be on that SUV, yeah. ripping through the jungle <laughs> with the volcano in the background. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like he, he's really good at like capturing It's amazing. Stuff. So I think <laughs> I, I, th I think we're both learning from each other. Something cool though about like our community, we, we uh -huh. will, sometimes people get hit up by like the same company, tourism board or brand. Yeah. Everyone will get the email. And we have a couple group chats. So it was kind of text each other oh, that's like, perfect yo you get that email and people are like yeah 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 and we go what are you gonna quote and everyone kind of says what they're quoting oh and wow you're basically trusting each other that you're not gonna screw the other person over by going uh -huh. okay he's quoting this much and i'm gonna slip under go that. under yeah. yeah but we're pretty good at it and we, we're, we're honest with our rates and stuff so it kind of keeps like the market at like a like a stable that's area. amazing yeah so we're not really screwing each other over. It's just kind of like, obviously it's like friendly competition. Yeah. It's all going for the same brand or same gig, but sometimes yeah. we get it together and stuff. So I think, uh, I think a lot of it is just trying to travel or just shoot with people that are like on the same page. And that yeah. can be yeah. really hard to do just because a lot of people aren't as genuine as you uh -huh. hope they would be. Like whether you're like meeting them off Instagram or like their recommendation through a friend or whatnot. So I think once you find a solid group of people that are always going to be, or most of the time going to be on the same page as you, like mm -hmm. in terms of like, I tend type of shots you want to get or just like having a good time yeah you know like oh, that's a big deal like man, he's like yo you want to go to that bar and get like some margaritas man like <laughs> like after a day shooting <laughs> i'm like yeah let's do it but yeah. not everyone's gonna like necessarily want to do that they're yeah like, i want to sleep i want to go see a movie i want to go do so everyone's got a different thing that they're <laughs> I'm gonna go to, work so. i'm gonna go work <laughs> nah dude i'm gonna crush margaritas <laughs> <laughs> uh what was it play hard uh work hard right yeah you know? work hard play hard man or work hard, play harder. <laughs> yeah. No, we play hard. I, the kind of reason why I do all this stuff is because of traveling. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a photographer now, but I got into photography because of traveling and hiking in the outdoors and stuff. So I'm doing what I love, but yeah. also figured out a new thing that I love, which is taking photos. Uh -huh. And now that pays for what I do, which I love. Well, so. let's use that as a segue to get into each of your own personal stories. Brayden, since you were just talking briefly about it, let's start with you. Tell me about just your story, getting into photography, how sure. you started. You just mentioned you were into travel. So yeah. no, um, so I came into high school and then I was a manager at Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Heck yeah. I rushed it, dude. I was a pro fry cook, man. Just I love that place, that man. Together. Yeah, yeah. I'm an In-N-Out fan, but uh, Five Guys is close hey, second. Hey, man, I'll, I'll, I'll eat both. I'll yeah. eat both. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I went from there. I worked at like um, a tech company and pretty much just like hated my life. Man. Oh, yeah? I didn't what, hate my life. I had like a good job. What, what company was it? It was called P&I Digital Media. Okay. They did all the um, – they actually were a division of staples. They did all the uh, online photo stuff for like Walmart, Costco. So I was kind of doing photo stuff there, but not really. Like prints and stuff? Yeah. So if you like ordered a print online for Costco, uh -huh. we would like, I was on the support team for a while. So I would like, 
like fix orders and stuff okay, that gotcha. like got messed up. And, uh-huh. But I was I was working with the photo lab. Supposed to have grandma's face on a mug, not a yeah, pillow. But it was, it was with like the lab. I can't people. They trusted you with that, man. No, no, <laughs> it, it was it wasn't with the customers. It was just like the actual photo lab. So I was like, oh, oh gotcha. damn. And mm-hmm. then I like got promoted mm-hmm. and kept getting deeper into this job and was doing other stuff. And I was wow. like, I gotta get out. So yeah. I did a six month uh, backpacking trip around South and Central America with my uh-huh. best friend. What year? It was this was in 2015. I think. Okay. So basically six months there, just traveling around. Like people would tell us, like go to this place. We'd show up at that place, be like, oh, uh-huh. I don't really like it, or be like, oh, I love it, and like stay for like a week. Like wow. it was awesome. I was seeing things I had never seen before. Did like, you save up your money or something? Do I saved up my money for my job, so I had yeah. like my my decent job, so I could save up the money for Perfect. the trip and did that. And then I like got home after the trip. I was on this high. I was like, this was like, the best time of my life. I saw all these things, did all these hikes, like all these yeah. places, and I was like, how? the hell can I keep doing this yeah. as like my job? And I just couldn't really figure it out. Uh-huh. Figure it out. But um, I just started on the weekends. I was hiking all the time, like weekend warrior type stuff. We'd go crush overnight hikes in the mountains around Vancouver, mm. BC and just kept doing that. And then I got a drone was my first camera. Oh yeah. Uh, Phantom three pro. Heck yeah. And I was rocking that thing, just <laughs> shooting drone stuff everywhere. I was going, uh-huh. hiking this thing everywhere. Photo or video? Ah, uh, both. Yeah. So I actually ended up getting, I did video before I did photo and, uh-huh. um, Wait, wait, Brayden, what was the tropical place you showed me the videos of? The Sandblast Islands? This, that was sick. It went viral, dude. Where's that? <laughs> it's in between um, Colombia and Panama. And that was on my, my one of my trips that I did before. Oh, legit. But basically, I like got these videos kept getting picked up. And mm-hmm. like people were like asking me to shoot videos for them. So I was shooting all this drone stuff. On and, Insta mostly? Um, yeah. They're finding through Instagram, but obviously it was like local like uh, news areas in, okay. like, in Vancouver, like the Daily Hive, like random stuff like that. So this is 2015, 2016? 2015, 2016. Then I bought a camera uh-huh. and then I was like, okay, I got to just like shoot some stuff. So I was taking photos yeah. of the camera, figured out how to use that and it just kind of snowballed. I ended up just not going back to my job and <laughs> I had like no money at one point. I was like, dude, I'm going to give up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I, I, got, <laughs> I got nothing right now. And then I uh-huh. started making money like from, it was started with promotional posts okay. on Instagram. And then from there I was like, how do I be like legit and do photo licensing? So yeah. now it's a combination of ads on Instagram and photo licensing, video wow. work and Very just cool. kind of combined it all together. Amazing. Yeah. And, I, so, much so were you a photographer though at all like as a kid or never dude I, yeah. I didn't this is like i did not think I would. so the photography kind of came out of enjoying travel exactly. and, and adventure yeah, yeah it was all about like the fun times and the stories uh-huh. and, and it's like places. i just want to capture this and then because it's like a place that almost everybody who hates their job wants to be at yeah. anyways yeah. they resonate with that right yeah and it worked but i also created all about adventures which is like my creative agency and um I have a team of other photographers I work with and we made mm-hmm. that on a road trip and basically we were like, let's like make a feature page and feature all these people yeah. like featuring, featuring all these other creators and adventures yeah. and that snowballed and blew up. Oh, that's and then, cool. What's that called? It's called All About Adventures. I got a little sticker right here. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Nice. Um, Self promotional plug. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, that was cool. And like kind of when my business really took off was we, mm-hmm. we launched our first All About Adventures trip to Alaska. It uh-huh. was Five wow, of us. that's four A's in one. Huh? It was so much, so many A's, dude. Yeah. So many A's going on there. <laughs> but uh, we went to Alaska in this like, like crappy little like Mitsubishi Delica right hand drive, looking uh-huh. like a spaceship. Surprised it wasn't an Acura. Oh, dude, yeah, it wasn't wasn't an Acura, but it was it was pretty rad. We it's got a, like our that first... was an A joke, by the way. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I that went right over my head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get that one, no, but that was like the trip where we got our first like tourism board gigs and like yeah. big client jobs and stuff. And from there, I kind of condensed the pitches from that trip and turned it into my business model now. And I can do something that it took six months to plan in like probably two weeks now wow that's so amazing that was like the life-changing trip 
Yeah. It's like two life-changing trips, a couple of random moments in between. And uh-huh. I'm somehow here and I take photos now. It's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. It was, it was a wild ride, man. Dude, what a insane story. Thank you. I just kind of blarb a lot of stuff <laughs> out, No, it's amazing. A lot of the time it hits the spot. Sometimes you're like, what's that guy saying? <laughs> so, uh, We'll just move on to Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. you're from uh, Massachusetts. Is that how you say it? Mass- Massachusetts. 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 Uh, and you, <laughs> you now live here in California. So tell me your journey and how you how you started. Um, I think the a big similarity between me and Braden is like the this job that we have is born out of us just enjoying traveling and like yeah. enjoying being outside. And to be completely honest, most of my life I wasn't really like an outdoors person, like at all uh-huh. you should see this guy on hikes man <laughs> what do you mean i'm the worst oh, hiker dude. i'm so slow and like i'm always like behind and i'm like wait up for me like, no slow down it's dark like, slow down you got the bear spray like, i'm like, like well, you better up. hurry up or the bears are gonna Stop get you <laughs> he's like chop chop you better hurry up yeah, buddy. yeah like, chop chop i always got the bear spray dude so if he doesn't want to get eaten he's gonna Got to keep up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, I lived in Massachusetts. I grew up there. Uh, when I was about 24, 25, um, you know, I was sort of itching to wanting to do something different. Um, I had been living in Boston with a bunch of my best friends and it was uh, really cool. But I also just felt like for me, I, it was uh, more of a homogenous experience. Everyone was kind of doing the same thing. I was like, you know what, man? Like, I know where this is going. Like, yeah. uh, let's let's just shake it up. Let's just do a wild card option. Let's just move your whole life cross country, man. Wow. Let's just let's just go do it. What year was that? Um, tw- oh, 2015. Wow. 2015, dude. Everything yeah, lined up the same, man. 2015. Yeah, that's when it all it's started. True, and I had only been out of uh, school. I graduated from UMass Amherst, um, okay, and that was in 2014. And then exactly a year later, I moved to California, uh-huh. and that was cool too. Just like even that road trip alone, moving out. Um, I'd never really been out west. I did one trip though to like LA and uh, San Francisco before the move just to Uh kind of check it out and see if I like the vibe and whatnot and I I didn't want to just jump into it like that random it was like more of a calculated risk type of thing Sure. but after I decided on LA just because it was a little cheaper um, and there were just like a lot of business opportunity yeah sure um, I made the move where do you live exactly in LA Um, well I lived in a bunch of places I lived in Santa Monica Culver City Venice West LA wow Um, you get the whole gamut man. I got the whole west side yeah I did I did all that where are you um, where are you at now now i'm in placentia nice um are you, yeah <laughs> yeah he's been living on my couch. what did you think of venice um okay so venice i lived about a hundred yards from the ocean and yeah. i actually really enjoyed it except that my apartment building only had one parking spot dedicated spot oh, and the first guy that moved in which was some uh person that i found offline off like think craigslist uh, he got the spot, so I constantly had to park on the street, which sucked. Yeah, and uh, I also had to be conscientious of street cleaning and and also it's a pain too, in the, the butt, man. The the, the, the yeah, the, the side streets are not the the best. They're kind of dirty too. Um, yeah, so there are pros and cons. Uh, yeah, sure. One, one of the pros, though, obviously, is like you're right next to the ocean. Yeah, of course. It's really fun when people come to visit. They're like, oh, I'm in Venice. And they can do all the touristy stuff. And it's like literally like a two-second walk. Yeah. The nightlife and things like that there is pretty fun if you want to go out. <laughs> yeah. If you're like under 30, I would say. Yeah. Like, I was just selfishly asking for myself. I was just curious. Oh, we, do, you, do you live there now? No, my wife and I live in uh, Laguna. Oh, okay. Laguna, which is like an oasis down Thanks there. So we, we love it. <laughs> I got like a family. You know, like it's a good place to raise a family and stuff so but i've been like okay if i had the money like where would i want to live 
But yeah. I don't think I don't think I would do Venice. I don't, I, know. I don't think. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I put money into Venice. To be Anyways, honest. Yeah. sorry, I totally rabbit trailed. But um, oh, it's fine. Man. So you so you moved out here. Just it was calculated risk, but it was risk nonetheless. Yeah, and, um, uh, that trip that I did when I moved out west was really cool. Um, I ended up doing some stuff in Colorado, Utah, um, you know, Nevada, and yeah. whatnot, just making some stops. Like I'd never seen like Red Rock, like in. Uh, the national parks like i went to canyonlands and arches and i was like now it's all over your feet crap like i didn't know this was out there it like blew my mind because like the most i had seen was like white mountains new hampshire like that was like where i would go um you know on a weekend with friends or like family or whatever things like that um Mm -hmm. or main coast or vermont stowe vermont Mm -hmm. um you know i'd grow up like going to like killington and um stone mountain and stuff for skiing so i I thought those were like big boy mountains yeah yeah but then you get to colorado (laughs) and you're like okay yeah exactly those are like not the same then you you came to canada dude yeah then you saw some big boy mountains yeah and then then, and then i started wanting to like travel more and like see more stuff so i started doing more road trips around california would go to like the sierras which is like my all-time favorite place just because of like all the great times i've had there pretty much anytime i'm on the 395 that just means like good things are happening nice pretty much i've never <laughs> had a bad experience and and that's like 15 and 20 times you would think a bad thing would happen but not yet not going yeah but anyways so yeah. the the move out here really kind of like launched your career in yeah. adventure in a yeah, way huh it did and i was just like you know i want to keep going to these places but yeah. i want to be able to capture them in a like they deserve to be captured in a better way than just a cell phone yeah like a smartphone I, I was getting really good like i'd take photos of my samsung i had an s5 which at the time i thought was better than the iphone yeah so the i'm sure it objectively and, was yeah. yeah yeah and and uh yeah i was shooting with that and i was editing on like snapseed oh, dude that's the best rip snapseed back in the day yeah snapseed actually just boost the now, ambience uh, uh yeah all that stuff like messing with it and i'd be like oh this is I have a theory that uh have you ever like looked at a picture off of the google pixel and thought to yourself that just looks like a snapseed picture yeah it's because i think it is google owns snapseed, they, they own snapseed. Oh, no they and they're the yeah. camera is like when uh, dxo mark does like a test on the cameras and stuff like the google pixel camera just like it's not anywhere near as good as the top end cameras but it's doing all this software yeah that makes it look amazing i think they're just applying snapseed to their images i, I worked with uh, google like last december and oh, with yeah, the pixel like the pixel yeah pixel 3 the images yeah. look great they were they were awesome yeah I, you could you could look on my my feed and you wouldn't be able to tell what's cell phone mm-hmm. what's camera but it shoots raw so yeah i i was able to crush everything yeah. on those things so. yeah exactly anyway sorry i'm rabbit trailing again that's <laughs> no, the nature I mean, of podcasts I love, I love rabbit trails man <laughs> chase of bunnies <laughs> so uh so anyways yeah yeah so i was just doing that and then and then you upgraded uh, and then i eventually bought a dslr uh i got a canon 60 i used the canon 60 dude like up until like a year and a half ago. well we just interviewed a guy named uh drew chanelli drew photo do you know who he is i don't at drew photo incredible dude he still is only on a 6d yeah, I mean, to 60 for a long time. I mean, it, the, the thing too about me Dude, is that. Dude, it wasn't even a year and a half ago. In New Zealand, you had a 60. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was using it then. Check out Drew. That's 60? It's all 60, bro. Bro. Well, in New Zealand, I wanted to bring I mean, a camera where I could. Is like, incredible? It it's not about the camera, man. It's and he like, edits on an iPad. He only edits on the iPad. Pro. I've heard of people doing that. I've seen people do that. Anyways, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, it's it's all the artists, dude. It's not the it's not the tool. I'm getting an iPad now, man. Dude, do it ipad time ipad pro yeah. they're about to bring photoshop on it like full photoshop which no yeah so and lightroom's already on it so um yeah so like yeah i for me i didn't want to like get like a crazy crazy nice camera for a long time for a few reasons one i really wanted to feel like i earned it 
Mm. Like, like I want to buy something like and that. know that I'm going to use it like all the time. And then it's going to be like my workhorse. Yeah. So I wanted to, that was the first reason. That's why like I a minimalist kind of viewpoint on it too, which yeah. is really cool. So, uh, both you guys have really distinct kind of different styles when I like scroll through your feeds and I want to kind of dive into that and talk about how you guys developed your style, if you will. I think that's kind of pretentious to say that all yeah, the time, yeah. because no. like everybody just is kind of using the same gear and like you're learn you're taking from other people and melding everything right because like mm -hmm. art is all about stealing from others and yeah, making yeah. it your own Just but but still from. like you both like when i'm looking at both of your feeds here and i'm going to record my screen here so if you're listening to the podcast go to polarprofilters.com slash golden hour and you can watch the video where we actually will show some of this uh footage let me record so we've got Ryan's feed open here. And the thing that I love about your stuff, Ryan, that really stands out to me is how kind of crisp and uh, vivid the images are. Like there's just this kind of compressed look. I don't know if you're using like more telephoto lenses than wide or something, but it just, you have a great kind of crisp, sharp, vivid look to your images. So I would love to dive into like how you discovered that look, that, that, uh, you know, aesthetic. And then with, uh, Bray Bray, <laughs> Bray Bray Woo Woo, That's by the me, way. Man. Um, if you ever call him that in person, he gets so mad. I hate it. Dude. Oh really? I made it in high school when Instagram first came out. I don't even know why. But it's so you though. I, it does what everyone says. I don't even know why so I him. made it that like, dude. It, it, like, even though he hates it, I think he secretly loves it a little bit. Like we were one time we were hiking in Joffrey Lakes. That, he's uh -huh. very recognizable, especially with his hair. And I so I was like, are you Bray Bray Woo Woo? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's me, man. It's Brayden. <laughs> is Brayden Hall about. open? Can the you... handle? Yeah. Oh, I, dude, I'm in too deep. I can't change it now. Uh, I'm in, we, so... We've interviewed a guy named Chris Poplowski. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah, Poops. He used to but be Chris Poops, yeah. but he changed it. Yeah, Chris Reynolds. Nah, dude, I'm not changing that, man. I'm in, I'm in, no, I'm, I love it. I'm in the, way yeah. too deep, bro. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I, I don't not like it. I just don't like when people run up to me like, Bray Bray Woo Woo. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my. But I love how you're incorporating a lot of, um, you know, subjects in your frames as well uh, as the landscapes. Super vivid again, almost HDR-ish in a way, but not full. I don't know. It's not like the, have you ever been on Flickr and it's like, these are the top images of the year and like they're all just HDR pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not like that, but they're definitely um, like, this is the way that, I don't know, that I would see it with my eyeballs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But um, tell me about each one of you. Maybe we could start with Brayden. Sure. Uh, tell me about how you've developed your look, your style, your aesthetic. I, my style kind of came from being like, I, like going to these places and envisioning them how I would see them and how I want to be there. And yeah. I am there. So I really want people to like see these places I go and like want to be there and not really mm -hmm. to make them jealous, but more to like make them get out yeah. and like inspire people to go to these places. And Absolutely. Like, it's not that hard to do that. Like, obviously it's a little bit easier now since I'm a, like a professional photographer, but back when I had like no money, I was going out on hikes every weekend. Like we'd all split gas driving there, like yeah. split snacks. It, it costed nothing. It's so. all about putting people exactly where you are and yeah. like saying, Hey, where do you want to be? Yeah, yeah. Where do you want to be today? Like there would be just a road with a mountain. 
But uh-huh. now it's like she's walking down the road to this big old mountain at the end. Like it's yeah. like a better story. It is a better story. Like and she's wearing a bright colored coat, which oh, helps. We've got to have bright colors, man. I tell some of my friends, like you wear a black jacket, you're done. You're not. You're not in my photos. <laughs> you're obviously a photographer if you're wearing a black one. But yeah, uh, yeah, if you yeah. wear color. No, then I'm you're... joking. I've I've actually photoshopped people's jackets from black to red. Oh yeah, I do that <laughs> I all the time. Tell them that. That's trade secrets. No, oh, I do yeah, that. Yeah. Oops, oops. No, no. No, I, I mean I do that for thumbnails for YouTube all the time. Like I'll change my shirt color. Yeah. On thumbnails, it's got to pop. Like Kelsey, there pops so hard. She got her, got her red hair and her yellow jacket. Oh yeah, she was designed to pop. She was like made for that place. <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, and then Ryan, like your images really look like a painting to me in a lot of ways. And I don't know what you're doing to create that. I think uh, they're just beautiful. Tell me about your process and how you gathered your kind of style and look. Uh, first of all, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think for me. I, so when I first started, I went through a bunch of different phases. Uh-huh. I'd be like, all right, I want my photos like just, just, just I'm not even going to touch the color. I'm just going to like yeah. just saturate it and see what happens. Hashtag no filter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't as fun. And then I started to follow like a lot of German photographers. There's a whole wow. like European German photographer scene. And we were actually friends with a ton of them. We've traveled with a few of them. Heck and yeah. They do more I freaking love Germany so much. Yeah, yeah. I've only been once, but like, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. The German photographers inspired you. They were more, they were more, um, they do muted colors, like muted blues, muted greens, um, Interesting. things like that. So I then started doing that type of stuff, but I also like the epicness of the photos. But then I was like, I like the epicness, but I want more color. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I started adding more color into my photos. Um, and then, yeah, just over time of just like experimenting and finding different tones I like and whatnot. This yeah. is kind of what I've come up with. I love it. And um, I like a lot of either opposing colors or complementary colors mm-hmm. that look really good. I mean, like this, things in the color wheel that like look nice. Even like, this here, uh, this image, you know, you've got if you just do if you cut the image in half you've just got the blues and the whites and then the bottom half is a yellow and green but then it pops perfectly together i think me and brayden both spend time making sure that color uh, separation there's like good color separation like you can really see like the red out sitting out amongst the green or if there's two tones of green like you're very easily being able to identify like which is which instead of having them look kind of like too metal together yeah i think that's a, a style choice and then just being able to recognize when you um you know like kind of do that type of thing yeah so for me yeah it's just like I, I just like colors and like finding good color combos i really like messing with like yeah the the greens and yellows and oranges um mm-hmm. in my photos i feel like sometimes i think with like magenta or purple too much like it kind of makes it look less real mm-hmm. like i want it to look more enhanced but I don't want it to be like un- too unbelievable. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really mess around with purple. I don't think I have like any purple yeah, in my photos. It's well, just, yeah. the only time I ever play with that is just with tint. If you yeah, know, tint, if yeah, if the green, sure. if the green in the leaves are reflecting too much, you just mm. pull that down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But, but yeah, adding purple to the image is just not natural because yeah, I don't see any we have purple. we have blues and greens and oranges in our life. I love blue, man. I'm all about blue lakes and stuff. I guess the only time you'd have purple is in an unnatural, like cityscape type of environment, maybe like with, with neon. Like, I guess it's maroon. That? Yeah, I guess you got purple pants on or something. But like, yeah, like people who kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that. Man made uh, situations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people who like. crazy. I'm wearing a purple shirt. It's my sponsor post. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Dude, you have so much purple. I don't really wear purple that much. Well, so, like, I have no purple. Mic. So, Braden, what are you doing here with the with the two shot? What's the is it just more zoomed in? Kind uh, of thing? yeah. Like and sometimes then, when I do like brand stuff, I'll do um 
gotcha. like carousels to kind of like have it more natural at the start and then zoom. Oh, in I see. Focus. You're but holding a for a long product. Time, I was actually only doing carousels because I had like a bunch of content and I was just like, let's pump these things out, man. Like, let's just t- try and tell some better stories like that one with like going to locations and sharing multiple images. And it was like working real well for a long time. And I was like, dude, I love this carousel stuff. And then I was like, oh man, I'm out of content. <laughs> I shared all my photos. So right now I actually, yeah. I, I got like nothing right now. So I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of laying low right now before I go back. See, you can share more personal moments too. Yeah. It's a good way to do like a behind the scenes. You've I'm, got a, a drone shot built yeah. into this one here, which is cool. Yeah. Toss in like a little bit of like a video. Yeah, and the the guy that I was just talking about earlier, Drew, we interviewed uh, last week. He um, he does behind the scenes with a carousel, mm. so it's like he'll. It's good to show that. Yeah, like in my my most recent post I just posted, I told more of a story rather than just sharing. You can check it out if you want, but I told more of a story rather than just sharing the first image. This one. So it's like yeah, our friends hanging out on the front of the car, and then you what go, camera is that? Sony. That's it. That's her. It's Chelsea's A seven R three. Nice. Yeah, and then you kind of go deeper into it. Like, yeah, we slept there. We're getting out there, setting up the rooftop tents, hanging out. I yeah, it's like brushing a whole story. their teeth at some point. But it was like <laughs> we were just like literally hanging. You gotta out go the all the way to the end. Oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah, go to the end. Go that's the, the end. best one, the dude. That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, the ladies, dude. So again, if you're only listening to the audio, you're missing out, guys. Go check out the video at PolarProFilters.com/slash/GoldenHour. So one thing that you you talked about, Ryan, uh, with your developing your style that I think is fascinating. I've never heard anybody talk about this. Is you you looked at um, not only just different creators, but you almost like looked at different cultures by looking at German photographers. I think that's something we can all learn from is like being inside of our little bubble of mm-hmm. uh, influencers. You know, in your case, you guys hang out with a lot a lot of uh, photographers who do similar styles. Yeah. So getting outside your bubble and looking at literally another country could be a huge like game changer because you could pick up something from that. I mean, even uh, interior design, like right now, I think it's re- heavily inspired by Japan and like, uh, you know, the Swiss type of style as well. Yep. So like all these different cultures and places, they see things differently because of the way they grew up and, you know, that type of thing. I think that's amazing that you did that. And I just wanted to point it out that, you know, maybe our listeners should look into literally looking at different cultures. Yeah. I think, yeah, you can definitely take little things um, from like different photographers or, I mean, let's say they say great artists steal. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you're just stealing from enough people mm-hmm. and you're, but you're making something that's, that either appears to be unique or is unique to you, yeah. then that's, that's all that really matters. Well, uh, you know? well, how do you get to that point? How do you steal, but then become your own unique thing without yeah. a bit, without being authentic? I mean, like at the start, you're obviously inspired by so many of these other people and you're like, I want to do that. I want to do what they did. I want to go here, like do all these things that all these people are doing. Right. But then I guess you kind of just slowly start developing your own style and be like, okay, I like doing this better than that person did that I looked mm-hmm. up to. Like I like doing this better than that person did that I looked up to. And you kind of take all these different things from all over the place and you yeah. make your own style. And then you can start going to new places, like places mm-hmm. that people have never been, like people have never seen before. And that's a really good way to yeah. kind of get new stuff and show that sense of adventure but also that's hard to do sometimes because everyone's been to a lot of places sure well what do you say to somebody starting out that's like they they don't have the ability to go travel all over the world like how do you make where you live i got i got i got an answer for this okay so i had somebody the other day ask me uh like almost the exact same question yeah they lived i think in like the midwest united states and they're like i can't travel to 
Europe and New Zealand and Japan. Like I just don't have the kind of money or my career or my job that I have isn't set up to allow me to do that. Sure. And there's a couple different ways you can do it if you want to start getting into the travel and or photography. One is just like planning it out decently. Like instead of maybe, you know, like going out with your your buddies like to the bar like every other weekend, just save up a little bit. And over time you'll have the money you need to either buy a camera or just take like one trip. And I think that just that one trip can like really inspire you to like move your like whole lifestyle yeah. or at least make that a thing that you're passionate about. Maybe not your mm -hmm. whole lifestyle, but you know what I'm saying? Something yeah. that, that you really like to do. Um, another thing that I think would make it even easier than that is if you're kind of itching to get out of where you live, just move somewhere where there's like a lot of options. That's why um, mm. for me living in California was such a good uh, stepping stone into doing what I do because California has so many different um, uh, types of terrain and climates. It's true. So if I want to go do like lush forest stuff, like I just go to like the redwoods up north or just do stuff in NorCal. Um, if I wanted to do like deserty stuff, I could, I got like uh, stuff in Utah, Death Valley, uh, Eastern Sierra mountain mm -hmm. stuff. Also Eastern Sierra, Yosemite, uh, Sequoia is great for, you know, more yeah. mountain tree stuff. And then you got coastal, you know, Big Sur. Of course. So you have all these different options and consistent light. Yeah. Consistent <laughs> light and, and weather is pretty consistent too. Um, but yeah, no, like, it, but let's say you don't move to California. It's like not your vibe. You still yeah. Colorado would be cool. Or, yeah wherever um you could also just kind of do more research of where you live yeah so like i sh i've shot a lot in michigan and i'm actually going there again in like a week and a half because i'm mm -hmm. working i'm doing a project with our tourism board mm -hmm. and a lot of people including him were like michigan's not that cool man dude he goes to weird states man well, <laughs> but they're, they're, i think that like if that's you a fun enough, challenge though huh? it, yeah yeah mm -hmm. it is a fun challenge and if you do like enough research for different spots you can definitely find something that's like really cool yeah um so yeah it's, i mean there's more than one way to do it but i think yeah. it's more about just sitting down and like just trying to get out there totally i think just getting outside just because we like the outdoors or love the outdoors a mm -hmm. lot and like we want to be like you know doing stuff that's more active mm -hmm. so i think as long as you're like outside doing stuff outside it's definitely better for your mental health you can, absolutely like, use, like where you're from too like i was luckily to be from vancouver and hiking yeah. on weekends all the time like that's like what started my job was just like hiking and learning how to capture that and mm -hmm. i just kind of went from there it was completely free so yeah of course split gas with your friends drive out to the mountains go on a hike take yeah. pictures of it and maybe you can you can make it into <laughs> <laughs> so how has your work kind of evolved as you went from just doing it kind of as your passion to now it's literally your full-time job it still is your passion clearly but like what's that balance of do you know one for me one for them kind of a thing i mean obviously you're doing brand deals you're doing things like that you're also doing stuff like you said outside of instagram can you just speak to how you guys make your money how you make a living sure you can uh you can go first because we we kind of did it uh a little different okay like are we talking about starting out right now going from like, like i'd say just going instantly to actually full-time yeah I mean, the like, process of yeah changing from it, at the start i didn't even know it was possible to make money doing this yeah and i was like just documenting it and didn't really know why i was doing it and then i yeah. kind of got hit up by my first brand and made like 50 bucks from an instagram post it's like dude that's sick man like i bet that I felt awesome 50 bucks yeah i was stoked and i realized i should have charged like 500 bucks and sure like, oh i screwed up man Got well you gotta start somewhere yeah but exactly yeah so kind of when that happened i was like i can make money off this and i just like started pitching people man like i was just like yo send me stuff and like pay me like really bad pitches <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was nailing them out and i was like yo damn. It up. i was like so many people are replying like they want they all wanted free stuff so they wanted me to take photos of their stuff or post it on their page for like free um just for free product so i did a little bit of that at the start just kind of like build my portfolio and eventually i was like i need to start making money i need to figure out what to charge i started talking to other people like just messaging people online just 
seeing who would reply and people were very helpful and they're helping me out giving me like rates i should use i found like the getty image calculator and uh-huh. that thing helped me out so much what's that it's like um you know getty images yeah yeah it's like uh it's like an, the getty image calculator it basically like you put in what the image is used for where it's going to go if it's on social media print like anywhere and it like gives you a very brief um like quote of what you should be quoting okay so i kind of use that a lot to kind of figure out how to that's uh, cool how to yeah quote for photos and stuff and that very useful helped me out mm-hmm. a lot but um it was just a lot of trial and error man like brands trying to use you take advantage of you yeah and, like you figuring that out you figuring out what you should be quoting what works, yeah. what doesn't work. it's probably a weird time to navigate all this because if you charge more than what they're asking, they'll just go to the next person. Exactly. Because there's so many people so doing people it. Like, yeah, I'll do it for free. It's yeah. So, so many people like you when you were starting. Yeah, exactly. They'll do it for 50 bucks. Yeah, but also it was like quality of content back then was not good. Like yeah. not that good at all. So now if you're, if you have, I'd say work on your content, get your content mm-hmm. to an awesome like quality of content where brands want your content for yeah. you and what you're creating. Yeah. And that way, if you charge, let's say, 500 bucks a photo and then some other guys charging 200 bucks a photo for web and social but they want your content they're gonna pay 500 bucks a photo for your content because that's what they want yeah exactly so you need to get to create a point. style create a yeah, audience you create your style audience and stuff and they're like they'll want to work with you mm-hmm. and they won't just choose the cheaper and if they are choosing the, the cheaper option then they're just not doing it right yeah so, like that's their loss yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they just literally don't have the budget. Or they don't have the budget, which is fine. But then, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, that that works too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that totally works. <laughs> but my boss said only two fifty. <laughs> no, but there's a lot of okay. creators out there. And so, like for you personally, Braden, like what is your your split right now in terms of like what you're doing for yourself on your social platform, just like purely for a passion and for your audience versus like work or are you kind of doing both at the same time all the time um it's a lot all the time so i'll do like a self-funded trip but that self-funded trip will have um like clients i'm working with on that trip that'll bring along if i can get them Mm -hmm. so i'll basically uh, interesting you bring the clients with you an awesome thing to do is let's say you're going to hawaii yeah you're going to go to oahu for 10 days you're going to do some hikes you're going to go surfing you're going to beach you use your trip as the pitch uh-huh. Like this brand, like not all brands have Hawaii content, right? So yeah. you're going to want to get some Hawaii content. You're going to sorry, I'm like stuttering myself right now. No, that's okay, man. You're, you're going to want to pitch the brands that don't have Hawaii content, that want Hawaii content, that you're going to Hawaii and you're the person to shoot that for, yeah. for them, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you just, you buy tickets, you do the whole thing yourself yeah. and then you build a so, pitch around that it. So it goes back to the, <clears throat> the Alaska trip I was talking about where it was like my first big trip. All about Adventure Alaska. All about Adventures Alaska. Inaccurous. Inaccurous. Yeah. But actually Mitsubishi Delicas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was back to that trip was where we, we planned this trip and we brought a tourism board along. We brought some products. Um, mm-hmm bunch of random brands and they paid us they funded the trip and we made money on top of it mm-hmm. but we pitched the trip and the story of it like we bought the van we're five close friends going in this van we're all photographers we're going to all these spots and we pitched all these spots that they would probably never have the chance of ever getting content from yeah and that was and so you, and you stacked multiple brands to afford it we stacked them together but we made sure there was no like um conflict of interest so i think the brands were like um uh destination british columbia which was the tourism board of bc Travel Yukon, which was like the tourism board of the Yukon territory, just places we were going. Mm-hmm. And then we had Spy Optics, which were sunglasses, like very easy to bring around and shoot. We had Backcountry.com, which was like super awesome to work with because mm-hmm. it was all our outdoor gear that we could shoot that we were wearing all the time. Yeah. And then it was also 
ultimate ears, which was Bluetooth speakers. Nice. And so there's no conflict whatsoever. No conflict. Everyone was. Everyone knew we were working with everyone. We weren't keeping anything a secret. Yeah. And basically, um, that funded the trip and nice. some more. That's and, awesome. So yeah, you all actually got paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if it wasn't for those brands, I wouldn't be where I am today. So yeah, so exactly. Nice to work with, so that's incredible. Yeah. So Ryan, tell me your story, how you got going, you know, went from just the joy and love of travel to full-time and uh, some of your tactics business-wise. Yeah, so um, basically I was, uh, you know, just taking more photos and I was getting better and like learning how to edit properly and whatnot. And then finally I had like my first brand reach out. Yeah. Um, I had at that point never really considered, like it wasn't like a goal of mine to become this it was more like i figured out i could do it yeah same I, here. yeah it's I, I, I don't amazing. Think, yeah i don't think it's one of, you have to be like passionate it's about a weird time thing. though now because there's so many kids that see you guys and they want to be doing they're literally like i'm at can you imagine when you're 14 saying i want to be a travel influencer yeah, like yeah exactly i mean same. i i wanted to be a filmmaker and now i'm a full-time youtuber but like kids now like they're in high school they want to be youtubers yeah, like right. i've been a filmmaker for 10 years before i ever started youtube so like it's just a goofy time isn't it I, yeah i think kids, <laughs> yeah I, I think kids you know when you're younger you forget that you have to be able to uh crawl before you can walk yeah absolutely. so they don't understand necessarily that there's this long process of things yeah that have to it doesn't just happen yeah. yeah you have to go through some personal stuff too i think mm -hmm. you know you have to be inspired you might just want a, a change in life mm -hmm. and that it is it, i think it, and, and obviously you guys you gotta love the travel first before even the photo in a lot of yeah. ways like yeah i don't i don't like travel i i don't want to do what you guys are doing at all i have no desire there you go. <laughs> like so like I, I would not be a good travel photographer there's some people who probably don't like travel and do what we do oh really so, yeah so that's i like, can't i can't understand I, there are uh, because it's I, trendy I huh? a couple of them, yeah but i don't i don't understand that's terrible man it's dude it's like, it's important to be self-aware of like what your actual likes are you gotta like doing what you're doing mm -hmm. because if you if you become that guy or girl who does that thing and you don't like it now like your whole career is based around that you got to start over if you want to change happiness is like so important yeah well, like, for example like sometimes i've had to do hikes for a client mm -hmm. where i'm just like i didn't want to hike man like i was yeah. like Laying at home, like playing Smash Bros and stuff. Heck yeah. Like, I'm not freaking hiking. And then I'm like, dude, I gotta get content. I gotta go to hike. And it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. When you're going on a hike when you don't want to hike and you're yeah. doing it for work, it is the worst thing That's ever. That's called a or, job. Or if the weather yeah, is really bad. Job. But when you're doing a hike, yeah, well, the weather's bad. You're getting sucked in. But yeah. if you're doing the hike because you want to hike, you yeah. love it so exactly I, if people are doing this and your and your work is always better too when you love yeah, it yeah dude it's you don't creatively you don't good work you're like hey, cool mountain now yeah you're like, <laughs> like, but you gotta like, you gotta do things to pay the bills too right so yeah but anyways so yeah we're we're chasing rabbits yeah, over here <laughs> We're talking about me. Oh, we're talking about me, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. We we usually only have one guest, so having two is no, really, no, no, it's no, fun no. for me because I do get to bounce around bounce a little bit. Around, yeah, dude, talk but, over each other. Yeah, imagine we were just two photographers sitting here and we just like didn't really know each other. It's so <laughs> yeah, well, that's what. Weird, well, I was asking Paul. I was asking Paul, the producer, the guy that kind of put this whole thing together. I was like, so do they know each other? He's like, yeah. I was like, are they like yeah, good friends? So. He's like, I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> dude, <we spent> <laughs> 
35 out of the last no how many days have we spent together it's gotta like be like two months it's gotta be 45 days or something yeah stuff. something like that you guys are like brothers honestly the Dude, way you, you interact and stuff we spent so. so much time together in the last two months man yeah so anyways ryan you uh you make money doing this oh, yeah, so tell me about that, that. Oh, yeah. Sorry, let's talk about that. Okay, no, it's no, all no. good. It's all right. this so, is what makes podcasts fun. Right. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. So I, so I was working at Verizon. Oh, I was wow. doing like uh, like business sales with them. Yeah. So I'd constantly be having to like you know talk to guys who own like tow companies and like yeah. to buy like a fleet tracker or uh -huh. mobile hotspots and stuff like that. And I was making like pretty decent money or okay money with it. Nothing like crazy. It was just mm -hmm. like enough to pay the bills and like maybe take a couple trips. But then I was starting to spend more money like on trips just because I was like itching to go. Like I was I was craving. I was Jones and to go Jonesing. on yeah i was Jones i was Jones yeah. to go on trips so um were you talking about it at work with your employees and stuff yeah they were like then they would see like on my instagram like i was starting to like go hiking go to these cool spots and like a lot of my uh co-workers are from california so oh, cool. they'd be like oh i didn't know about that like and they'd see a cool hot spring or lake and be like yeah that's only three hours or two hours from here oh i had no idea i lived here my whole life and <laughs> i was like okay well i must be doing something right and yeah. then i got my first uh brand that reached out to me and wanted to do a deal I think at the time it was actually, I got a decent amount and I was like really stoked about it. And I was like, oh, so there's money. I can make money doing something that I like doing. And like, let's, you know, I'll just keep doing it. And I didn't like plan to quit my job still. Um, I was still working and then I kept just trying to get more and more brain I actually deals. convinced him to go full time. Oh, I love I it. Full time before him. I'm like, there was so, a, but there were, there were, I'd say, well, not just you, but no, there were, there were people, including Brayden who were encouraging me. They're like, why aren't you going full time? Yeah. And but, it's risky, man. It's, it's, it's scary. A lot of people listening to the show right now probably could go full time, but they, they sometimes don't have yeah. the, the for, for those people who are on the fence. This is what I would say is that life is just full of calculated risks yeah so for me it was a very calculated risk i waited for the income on the photography side to be like at least more than half mm -hmm. um than what i was making at my job with verizon yeah. so once they were like comparable or like enough where like i would at least have six months to a year where i could live off that income before i'd be like okay time to move back to, to boston and with my yeah. parents yeah um i i was like okay yeah this this is gonna be uh the, uh, a good risk to take yeah um that's smart. And, and then i also made sure that when i did the jump that i actually had jobs lined up mm -hmm. um you know i had it planned out i i didn't just say i'm just gonna go full-time and see what happens mm -hmm. that's what i did i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i was saying he, he did it very differently than me um but i luckily had enough money saved up <laughs> yeah i didn't and you're also and you're also willing to sleep on a couch you yeah, know dude, I'll so. sleep anywhere yeah Sleep on the ground yeah it's it's just a there's not really a right or wrong way to do it it's really no. just your personality it's what you're comfortable with yeah uh, i'm definitely a high risk taker myself and like i've always just like when i started doing youtube i cut out all freelance and i told my wife I was like all right we're gonna be broke for like a year but just trust me like i think if i put like two videos on youtube every week for the next year it'll probably pay off and it did like it nice. worked and like a lot of people aren't willing to take that initial sacrifice. There's yeah. this guy named Dave Ramsey. You've ever heard of him? He's like a financial guy. He has, I this, haven't. he has this great saying. He says, if you live like no one else later, you can live like no one else. So it's basically like if you're willing to um, kind of eat dirt for like a period of your life when you're younger and just like grind when you're older, like in the next 30, 40 years, you're going to reap the benefits of all the work you're, yeah. you're doing now and the risk you're the sleeping on the couches yeah. and stuff now that you're doing, that's all going to pay off. I don't, I don't actually have to sleep on the couch right now. You I'm, like it. I, it's a hundred percent my choice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just using that as a metaphor, yeah, but yeah, like, I mean, I did that. There was like yeah. at least like, um, you know, a six, 
seven month period. Um, not this year, but the year before, like right when I went full time. Yeah. Um, I moved out of my apartment to save some money. Uh, my uh, really good friends, uh, Alex and Antonio, let me crash with them for a while between my trips. Like I'd come home, they'd be gone for two weeks, or mm-hmm. come home, be gone for a week. Um, and then uh, later in the year, I actually did move back home. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because right when I got out of college, like I really didn't want to live with my parents. I was like, no, I don't want to live at home with my parents. Like I'm independent and I'm older. And, yeah. and then I was like, I want to move in with like friends in Boston. And then here I am like three years later, like, mom, can I please move back? I, I promise it won't be long. And it was like maybe like six months. But yeah, uh, my parents were... One, they were definitely more supportive of it once they actually saw the, the results coming in of the work I was doing. Yeah. And that's another thing. Too. Also your happiness too, right? My happiness. I was happier. I think a lot of people don't take risks like that because they're afraid of like uh, close friends and family either judging them yeah. or like they're kind of in their head mentally like you're not going to do good. Your odds are low. Totally. Like, Sometimes that puts a on... chip on your shoulder though yeah. too, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to show you wrong. Like, yeah. Wrong. That's <laughs> exactly. my favorite thing ever is just proving people wrong. Like in, yeah. in a way where it's like they don't he believe in you. He loves to prove people wrong, dude. Yeah. He loves it, dude. It's like, I love the challenge of it. Yeah, you me know? too. I yeah, love people too. being like, you're not going to, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you just scoffing at you? Like you're going to take photos. Like why are you doing that? And they, they, they look at you and they like belittle you a little bit they're like oh that guy's a tool like he thinks he's something he's not and then you work your ass off and then you can you know get results and like yeah i I think part of it is yeah doing the calculated risk part believing in yourself and actually trying Uh i think a lot of people they might not put in the effort that they're supposed to yeah (laughs) it happens a lot (laughs) so you can you can feel like when i look through some of your images i can just feel the effort that you put into it because it's like these are places that took like sweat to get to it took like effort to get to these locations or at least if it's not a hard location to get to like i like i'll put in the effort with the edit like sure you know things like that like we have a lot of friends that we travel with and whatnot who are super talented photographers or creators or you know what have you not but they don't put the elbow grease in necessarily Mm -hmm. for um, either brand work or um, other aspects of their craft that they're trying to perfect. Like there'll be someone where like, oh, this person would be so good if they just made their videos like just like a little bit better like this or something. Yeah. It's then, a lot of work, dude. It, no, 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 it is. Well, it's I'm not just using video, but I'm just saying like stuff. No, in like everything. It's a everything. Lot of yeah. Work. It it's is. Like, people think we live it in adds this up. crazy, luxurious lifestyle. No, yeah. Just traveling, having fun. I'm like, dude, I spent like 12 hours I know. on my laptop. Dude, the editing is like, the worst part, man. Yeah, Especially yeah. for video too. Like, dude, like Video's it's nuts, bro. Well, I mean, I've, I've, I've got, you know, 20 hour, 20,000 hours of experience doing video now. So okay. like I can shoot. So basically my workflow is I post like two videos on YouTube a week. It takes me two days per video basically. So shoot one day, edit the next. And it's like, it's just a nice kind of workflow. It's pretty simple. I just shoot all day, one day, edit all day, the next shoot all day, the next day, edit all day, the next. Yeah. And that's enough, you know, it's like but like when uh when the whole like daily vlog kind of thing was a thing on youtube like i tried doing daily here and there it's like nuts um well yeah, people you just shoot editors. less. No, I tried vlogging, dude. And it's, I, did, I have a camera in my face. Everyone's like, "Stop yeah. yourself." I'm like, "Oh my!" This is I mean, so like on the on the high crazy end, like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, those guys that were doing daily and they were doing like crazy numbers, you know, six, seven million views per video. Like they, I heard a, a rumor from a guy who knew one of Logan Paul's uh, guys. He would like shoot all day, and then they would like run a memory card back and forth like as they were shooting to the editors that were in like another room, he had like three editors full time. And then on top of that, I think I heard also that he literally had editors in London that would work in the middle of the night. So when Logan would go to sleep, they're working all night. He wakes up and he sees the finished video in the morning. That's insane, dude. 
Yeah, but I mean, when you're talking like literally $2 million a month that you're making off of YouTube, like you yeah. can afford that, right? Yeah. So, um, but then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but then there's, but then like people like Casey Neistat, um, I just heard a podcast with him, uh, with Phil, uh, Philip DeFranco, and he was talking about his workflow when he was doing the daily. Do you remember Casey Neistat doing the daily vlogs? I remember that, yeah. Dude, he was so good. Basically, what he did is he paid for people to take care of everything in his life that wasn't like, productive for him to do his vlog so he had people making his bed doing his laundry making his food he hired people to find songs for his uh videos as well okay is what i've heard so by the time like he and then i have a friend named uh, levi allen who actually helped film one of his vlogs once and so he got to see firsthand casey's workflow he has the whole storyline in his head he would literally shoot for about three hours and that was it for the whole vlog and then he would just finish yet it by like five or six and like go home you know also he kind of has a normal life man well, at that period of time when he was doing the crazy vlogs, it was like nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but now he's kind of quit. He's, yeah. you know, more of a family man now. It's but I think it ruins your life because then every interaction that you're doing, like, is a, like, got this, like, am I hanging out with my friends right now or am I producing content for my video it's not authentic it was for the vlog and i filmed like three or four vlogs and i was like dude i hated that man like, yeah i wasn't traveling i wasn't hanging with my friends i was like doing do something funny like i always wanted something to be happening it's not natural it's not got the camera in your face mm-hmm. it doesn't work exactly well, not for me at least some people might work for some it, people yeah I maybe no nah, same i try to have a good time man see these places and then capture some moments that i'm <laughs> but anyways uh i love i love your work ethic on that like you got to put some elbow grease into your work you know oh we're still talking about that yeah Damn, that's we crazy. Are. <laughs> oh yeah another thing too i think is also like authentically um wanting to hang out with people that are better than you yeah it's hard to, it's hard to phrase it because like don't ever message someone and go yo let's collab yeah don't <laughs> how you hang out with like, people I, like i had somebody recently be like Hey man, like I love, and this is somebody that like I actually follow and like, I like their work and I was sort of taken back by it. And they're like, Oh man, I'd love to collaborate with you. Uh-huh. I'm like, so the only reason you want to hang out with me is because you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like almost too businessy. Yeah. And the thing for me is I like doing business with people that like, I like being around. Yeah. I like doing business with people that like I could be friends with like, yeah. at least to an extent crazy ideas, you know? like at the bars and stuff. We're like, yo, we should work with this brand and do this. And we're like drinking beers and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we are. Or, or like I could work on a pitch and show Brayden the pitch and be like, is this good? And he'd be like, dude, that sucks. Or or something, you know, yeah. like yeah. like you want people that you can either be honest with, people that yeah, absolutely. push you. And it's just like when you have someone who's coming off in that way, it just doesn't come off as genuine. Absolutely. And that is probably not the way to go about it. I think the way to go about it is like, hey, man, like I love your work. I'm in the same area. Let me know if you want to shoot Sunrise or grab a beer or something or totally. whatever. You know, totally. Just, and get like, give more than you expect. Like I give without expectation. Like yeah. I've, I've collabed with a lot of YouTubers and different people. And like, I end up not really coming away with anything, but like I helped them make something. Mm-hmm. And like, that just, you know, like I don't expect anything in return necessarily. It was just like, he's my buddy. Like we got a video done. I'm proud of it. It was fun, but mostly it's about the relationship. And like, that always pays off long-term. Like, if you're talking about it from a business perspective, but even that just sounds kind of like, I don't even like saying that because it comes off kind of LA vibey where it's like, yeah. Hey, what can I, how can I use you for my own success? Yeah. yeah you That's so LA. Like I hate it. Do so yeah, people will, they'll kind of be wishy-washy on making plans. Like I had somebody recently where 
they had been bugging me like up my butt about like doing a trip they're like let's hike soon let's do I'll this let's do that okay great like um, i'm going to this place in a week okay sounds good i'm, I'm down to go two days before like i'm like hey like uh, i'm just texting them letting them know like hey make sure you bring this stuff for the hike and also this stuff just so we can get some photos too and they're like oh actually like my friends uh just asked me to do something else so i'm not gonna go now yeah and it just and like people do that everywhere but they especially do it what like it's noticeably more people do that everywhere they do that there but no man like you you live here so you yeah, yeah. You, you understand it yeah totally it, it is it is more so i think it, the people that you find that are genuine, mm-hmm. like recognize that and hold on to that. Absolutely. Like, like definitely t- don't definitely value them more. Um, because you're yeah. like, wow, like you're actually like cool to hang out with and like mm-hmm. you're honest and like, you know, like you're actually my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you guys consider yourselves, um, artists or adventurers or both? Uh, I'd say it was adventurer turned artist slash now both. Yeah. Ish. Sometimes, I don't know. I think straight sometimes. up calling myself an artist it's pretentious is, for is sure. a little pretentious. I've never called myself an artist ever until I'm just, literally just now I said that. I just think um, if you if you think about it, you know, if you're going to throw a term on it, like when you create an image that's beautiful and you want to hang it on your wall, that's art, right? Like, right. so you're, uh, you're painting with your lens and your Photoshop, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, my videos that I'm like, I recently, I made a video. It's about the new iPhone. It's a spoof of uh, uh, Old Town Road, that song. I'll show it to you guys later. Um, I Justine is in it. She's got like 6 million, you know, subs on YouTube. Sarah Dietschy's in it. She's another big tech YouTuber. And like, I designed this thing to be about the new iPhone. The iPhone came out. Like, I was like, oh, this is going to go so viral. And it didn't. Like, it it did not go viral. And I was just like, dang it, man. Like, what did I do wrong? And the truth is like, I don't think I did anything wrong because the video actually turned out really good. I'm really proud of it. And it has literally all of the pieces of the puzzle to go viral. But like, what, what am I doing this for? Like, am I doing it to like make money or am I doing it because I'm an artist and I loved yeah. writing the song, tracking the song, filming the video, uh, you know, working with I Justine and Sarah Dietschy. Like at the end of the day, I'm proud of the piece that I made and my friends had a good time. And like, isn't that enough? Like yeah. as an artist, or is it about the views or the likes or the whatever's, Numbers right? can get crazy, right? So I recently am on this kick of like, I am at the end of the day, I am an artist. That sounds super pretentious, but like, that's just the term that I can think of is like, I'm doing it for the process. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it for the creation, not for the likes or the whatever. Yeah, honestly, that my Instagram bio it says I'm listed as an artist, and it's funny that you it? said a lot really? of that. Yeah, mine says photographer, and it's funny you say a lot of that because like I, I, I maybe on the maybe on the phone it would say yeah, it, but on the laptop it doesn't. Yeah, that I it's it's for similar kind of like similar reasons, like kind of how you were mentioning, um, and also too like uh, for for a while like I, I'm a musician as well. Like I grew up oh, cool, like, playing a bunch of instruments. I'm from Nashville. My dad's a a Christian music producer. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I grew up like in the music industry. There's a lot of studios there, man. I just kind of thought it as like, you know, pictures or things that kind of look like they could be paintings type of thing. I don't know. I just picked artists for like kind of that reason. But I would never off the street if someone asked me what do i do for what do you do i'm an artist you pull out your monocle and like yeah, uh, like, you won't be like, who is this tool? like get but no uh yeah. what about you Braden? what do you what do you think about that like terminology and whatnot um i mean i've never called myself an artist before but maybe i'll start using that word sounds kind of cool but um but like I, what why do why do you make photos is it for the uh, for I, the likes I, for I the capture memories man like 
sometimes it's like, yeah, dude, this is going to be a banger. This is going to blow up. But like, yeah. <clears throat> obviously it likes making And that's good, fun. Man. You get that dopamine hit to your brain. You're like, yeah. boom. But like, no, that's not what it's about. No, 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 dude. It, I like to capture like moments from my adventures, my travels. And like, I had a good time here. I yep. love this place and I want to make that come to life. Yeah. That's like my main goal with everything I do. But obviously you can get caught up in numbers. And yeah, of course. It's kind of crazy. Like some of my favorite photos I'll ever post they just tank dude like they mm. just won't do nearly as well mm. as if i went to like that basic bridge back in vancouver yeah. and put a little like a girl out there with a hipster backpack on in the fog uh-huh. and that'll just blow up make sure it's four by five yeah everything that'd be four by five bro <laughs> but, uh, yeah you can actually get stuck in that sometimes where you're like just shooting yeah vertical i was all the time. T- <laughs> i'm like damn dude i need to take some landscapes here like you, it's well that's getting- the thing that's funny is like uh there's so many you know incredible images on instagram these days they're all vertical and it's like this is a landscape image like it should be taken landscape yeah, it's just because instagram <laughs> it takes up so it's much not real estate on your oh phone. no no i yeah. totally get it i mean i you know you, I guess you can do the carousel method of like. Yeah, I did a lot of that. Like, uh, I haven't done as many carousels lately because I ran out of photos. But yeah. I'm gonna get back into them again. But yeah, I do like, la- like vertical, vertical, like yeah. pano through mm-hmm. into like a landscape orientation, which looks really cool. Yeah, I was uh, when I first started. I, again, I keep coming back to myself with YouTube stuff just because that's what <laughs> I know. I'm not on Instagram like you guys are at that level, but um, I just was like, you know, why do these YouTubers always have like, make sure to like comment and subscribe. And, yeah. and like, it is kind of cheesy or whatever, but then like I started to learn, Oh, this is like a genre of video making. Like if I just post a film as is on YouTube, it won't perform as well because I'm not playing to that genre of like, this is a social media, like it works in this way. You know, statistically when I say like, comment, subscribe, you literally get like a boost of like 20% more subscribers. So like on Instagram, like you could say, well, I want to post a photo in this orientation, but it gets half the views, half the likes, which equals half the money. So like if you're full time on this thing, like it's almost like a genre of photography that you have to kind of uh, adapt to and it it kind of sucks being creative when you say okay here's the barriers of like you, it's a game. you can't do I this it's you a can- balance it's a game sometimes like you're like all right i'm posting this stuff that i'm stoked on and it's doing good but uh-huh. i need like a bump so it's like yo i'm gonna post moraine lake dude everyone loves moraine lake and banff you throw that up it's just <laughs> blowing up getting all these followers i'm like all right and then you can go start evening it out like it's always good to a branch game. out of what like your style or not not branch on your style, but like take risks and post things you wouldn't normally post or like get fresh new comps, new edits and stuff and throw those down. But it's a game, dude. Like sometimes you, I, I'll throw up a photo of Moraine Lake to get a bump in followers. Like, uh-huh. like everybody <laughs> What is that? Moraine Lake? Check it out. Pull, right, let's uh, see if I have one on here, actually. I probably posted it somewhere. Let's see if I got it. In the last 30 days, for sure. Dude, for sure. Dude. And then Ryan, oh, what? Marine Lake. There you go. I probably posted this photo like 10 times, too. Okay, the I'm going to take a shot. screenshot because I'm not. Because every time I post it, it blows up, and sometimes you just need a little bump. I mean, it's like, how can you not like that? It's just like beautiful peaks my friend with Maddie. Like super blue glacial water. Like, you know. It's yeah. like probably the most photographed place in Canada. Oh, and then I did other stuff, so you can swipe. And Ryan, what you're saying, just the balance of uh, playing the game and also just being yeah. yourself, right? I think... um definitely you gotta like photography for the sake of it and i think you gotta focus on what style photography you actually like yeah like don't start necessarily posting don't start posting other things that you don't really like doing yeah um like for example like i don't really like cityscape stuff as much Mm -hmm. some of it i do 
like uh but it really i'm like picky about it like there's just like one building in milan that's got like tons of like plants growing out of it and stuff there's another plant i think i've seen that photo. he loves plants man he's all no like that that would be really cool is it pretty far down oh no i didn't take i didn't take that photo i'm just saying the uh (laughs) the the location like okay things like that i like when like the environment can blend in with the city well here's a uh you know here's an image that you took in japan Japan. and you've there's a natural thing like the natural thing is mount fuji yeah. And it's and it's secretly taking up, you know, uh what's your caption for thirty, forty percent of the, the, the photo in the background. It's caption, imagine living in this town and seeing Mount Fuji right down the street dude, every single day on your way to work. Yeah, I was gonna say that, dude. I totally knew that was your caption. Yeah. So what is there a strategy with captioning? Um Okay, this is where we argue. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. let me let me finish the balance thing and then we'll go over that. So <laughs> basically I think you should pick um things that you like shooting and doing yeah and i mean even if you like there's photos you can take that you like and you have those photos for yourself yeah you don't necessarily you need to like be able to be okay with not getting social justification for uh those photos that you like more than like what other people might like yeah and those photos you can print them you can send them to your friends Mm -hmm. um you can still post it if you want but have a separate account social media just like kind of know like oh this is like maybe not a photo that won't do as well sure maybe it's too abstract maybe it's too different than other things you've i have two accounts i have one for my family one for uh, you know so that's public you know yeah and then and then know that like you're you have a skill set and you have certain a certain photo genre or certain photos that you're good at taking or decent at taking and that's why people follow you yeah and you know don't don't throw away what you're good at like you know i i think what he what he was saying was great like you want to like continue doing what you're good at and like improving it but then also branching out because that's how a lot of people get stuck in a box branching out like uh what's the word i'm looking for like gradually like yeah you'll notice that like new year's dude like after new year's new year new me type stuff you'll see like a landscape photographer and they'll just throw up a freaking portrait out of nowhere. Never <laughs> posted a portrait before. And you're like, why are you doing that, dude? Like, you don't ever do that. Like, yeah. it's so different than your style. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you trying to do? Like, maybe if they like, did like a carousel and yeah. then like the second or third like, image was the portrait. People yeah. get crazy you know? at New Year's. It's hilarious. Watch yeah. that movie. <laughs> that's like, that, yeah, that's like social media strategy. But I think if you want people to like it and you want to confirm that other people like it, that's like, how I do it. But you shouldn't made, necessarily care. Some people have made awesome transitions though like with their styles and their content. Like our good friend Carl Shakur, he's completely changed what he normally posts over a gradual time by introducing like this new style and slowly like yeah he still posted he still posts what he used to post but he's branched out more and he's way more lifestyely type stuff that's it's, cool it's really good and he's just gradually do it he gradually did it. he didn't just start throwing out crazy shots that are like something uh, that he's never posted before but he'll he started easing into it and yeah introducing people to the style and not just because you're, you're almost going to punish your your audience if you're just going to completely change your style yeah and, like post something that they're not used to right like, yeah no, that so, makes sense yeah. Yeah. I, I think I yeah but yeah it's the balance it's like walking the fine line between like um enjoying what you're creating and like being okay with some things maybe not being the best for social but it's something you're proud of mm-hmm. and then also recognizing that there are some things that are just going to do good on social and yeah. just being at peace with that social's a game dude. I think a lot of people are just not at peace with that yeah they're either like I need to post things that'll do good yeah. or they're like I'm just going to post things that are bad just because I think they're cool. And they, and they almost post those things for the sake of posting it. Uh-huh. And that's kind of really annoying. It's like very easy to spot. 
Um, but I think that <laughs> damn dude, he's got his eyes on you guys. <laughs> I'm being, uh, yeah, I'm, this is this is my my Boston side coming out. Yeah, like, I love it. Really blind, like just this is how no, it I is, love man. It. I love it. You know, I'm, seriously, like there's some people who will just drastically change styles for the sake of it. And, yeah, like, and they'll have to tell you in the caption that oh, I know this isn't for New Instagram. Year's. Watch New Year's. <laughs> New Year's is crazy. I'm like, you don't. You heard it. You heard it here. Brayden says like, watch New Year's. New Year's new me stuff, dude. It's hilarious. I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like we, it's like dude we can we can see the photo just post it you don't yeah. you know you don't need to like explain that it's not for social media and that you're going through a change yeah. so maybe talk about the we, change itself not that yeah. you are going through one so description wise like what's your good segue yeah so how do what's what's your thoughts on description okay so my thoughts oh, captions. so there's so there's two different ways to go about it i think that like the caption matters to an extent but i believe that sometimes the caption just has to encapsulate what's going on in the photo. Yeah. For example, on Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, on, on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> We're specifically talking yeah. about Instagram. TikTok My, is a whole new game. And, uh, and Twitter too. Our last guy drew photo. He's a Twitter photographer guy. Like he's got, oh. like he's way into Twitter. I got just blew up on TikTok, dude. Last month. No way, dude. I got 47 followers now. Anyway, sorry. So <laughs> get out of here. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> All right. Let's start, talk, let's talk about TikTok. Now. <laughs> no, no. You're the perfect uh, personality for TikTok, I think. So nah, dude, I don't even share myself on there, dude. I just share my Instagram stories. I saved a bunch of Instagram no stories. No way, dude. Just throw them up. Just put a Billie Eilish song on it. Boom, baby. That no way, dude. Up, That's ridiculous. All right, start, I'll get on it. I'm start TikTok. I'm a video guy, so I should be on it. Oh, dude. Anyways, oh sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Brad's like, I need to talk now. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with um, the captions, like, I posted a photo semi-recently of Mount Fuji. Uh-huh. Um, it had, like, cherry blossoms kind of framed all around it. Uh, there's two. Same. There's one I just posted, like, within the last week. <laughs> Nope, not that one. Um, if you go, this is an older one, isn't it? I keep going down. I know exactly what he's, uh, what he's about to say. Go keep, keep going more. Just a little bit. It's yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Stop. It's that one right there. Cool. So that caption can I actually see what it says. It see? says. Oh, yeah, can just is it the three emojis? So this is a. It says uh, it's a picture of Mount Fuji. You got these beautiful cherry blossoms around it. Nothing beats coffee and Fuji in the morning. And it's a super simple caption, but it, like makes you feel like you're there and like you want to like be in that moment sipping yeah. the coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm and glad you didn't frame your coffee in the shot. That would I, that I have been very cheesy. That'd yeah, been sick, <laughs> <laughs> that been sick, man. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So I I sometimes think either simpler captions, captions that encapsulate the the feeling of the moment. Um, that are well and it's clean. Worded. There's no tags. There's no hashtags. Yeah, you usually have one emoji or two emojis. Well, the, the tags end. I'll throw in a comment. Yeah. Uh, so, but it it looks way more professional and clean if you don't have the tags. Do hashtags still work on Instagram? So, okay, yeah. so they some... don't work on Twitter anymore at all. Oh, really? They work. Sometimes they don't work, and they just ruin your life for that day. But yeah. Like, oh, they work again tomorrow. But that, yeah, but that, that's like an example of like I think sometimes captions don't need to be anything crazy the, the photo speaks for itself the, i think yeah i'd rather people focus on the photo and the content like if you go to an art gallery there's not like a caption under each image like right when i painted this i thought of this moment yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just um, just letting you get picasso just letting you guys know the uh i usually do this instead but uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's, like this that's actually good details. that's a really good sketch actually we could go to like an art museum and have like van gogh's and stuff like if van gogh was on instagram <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like little captions and stuff yeah a little bit like what are you thinking about what are you yeah <laughs> no. um, hashtag whatever you know yeah. hashtag, yeah. hashtag no ear you know because yeah, 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 uh, yeah. 
That'd be funny. Anyway, sorry. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Um, but then... I love that. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. And then sometimes I will make it, like, slightly longer if I'm, like, trying to, like, tell extra details of a story yeah. that aren't in the photo. Is there algorithm stuff with longer captions? Like, do they like that? Do they favor that? I don't think so. I but no he idea. But maybe he... I don't know. Because... I don't, know if, I, I don't think... You, algorithm you tell them about your the way you do captions so, he does captions totally so right. so now let's skip over to Braden. okay so uh he doesn't believe in the art of captions sometimes what's this one i don't even know what this caption. oh no just patagonia well i'll give an example of captions that that work i i believe like that captions matter people come they want to hear what you're saying they want to know what you did like the it's story like a, behind it yeah some people view instagram as just a way to blog as well yeah. and then the caption Lots itself is the blog captions. i actually maxed out my first caption the other day but um like, um, for example, that one actually I, I talked about is this one right here. This one? It, it was a sponsored post, but I, I, it was also like an opportunity to tell my story. So oh, I yeah. essentially just told wow. my story, maxed out the caption, had to make it fit somehow. But um, but uh, it, it brought a lot of awesome conversation to my account. Yeah. People were, I wanted to hear other people's stories because I'm always talking about myself. It's always my, my account revolves around me. So I wanted to like... I actually did a little bit there too by showing other images that I've never shared before, but I I wanted to hear what other people's stories were, like that aren't just traveling all the time and doing all this stuff. And I got some awesome stories. People are telling me all this stuff, all these comments, all these DMs, and it was great. It was a really cool opportunity. And if I didn't have that caption, they never would have told me that. Yeah. Or even on my most recent post, I I mentioned in the caption, swipe all the way to the end to see Ryan and I being trying to be cuter than the girls or something like that. And it's 10 photos, dude. Like some people aren't going to make it to the end, but if you make it to the end, you get to see my butt. So, <laughs> so like you're wearing pants, by the way, I'm wearing for pants. the audio I'm listeners. Shorts with snow cones don't get too excited. Guys. Yeah. This one, I don't even know what my caption was, but sometimes I'll just do something simple, Super but cool. other times I'll like tell a little bit of a story. So yeah, I like to be able to tell a story, what I was doing, who I was with. And yeah, there's two, there's totally two different ways to do it. Again, one isn't better than the other no, or anything. It's there's just, no right way to do it. I think, yeah. I do think captions do matter though. Like algorithmically? Like, not algorithmically, but just by bringing more attention into your comments. Yeah. Speaking about, about stories, learning about who you are. Stories are very important. Yeah, my, my story game lately has been very bad. I've been on him, dude. I'm like, dude, you're not doing any stories. I'm actually, mine's been kind of low right now. Do you guys like have a reminder on your phone, like make a story? I just, dude, I just talk. Just do so it all day, much, dude. I just talk so much and just yeah. film things and just like blah 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 and just yeah. put it all together and just throw it up on Instagram, dude. Yeah, I just, nice. Just hope for the best. <laughs> so, what cameras do you guys shoot on? I know it doesn't matter, but I just, I'm a gearhead, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a Sony A7R2. You're about to have an A7R4. R4. <laughs> yeah, a little drunk decision there that time. But yeah, I got to have an R4 tomorrow. And I got... um The G Masters. Yeah, I got 16 to 35 2.8 G Master. I got... um. What's your go-to go lens? 16 to 35. Yeah. I got almost everything. But yeah. I have a, I actually have a 28 to 70 2.8 Tamron. Yeah, that one's I great. I that one quite a bit. And then I... It's small. Yeah, it's tiny, dude. And I just bought the 7200 2.8. And I think I have a... 24 nice one four or something but then i also use my dji uh, mavic pro 2 nice so. yeah that that new sensor and camera on there is great yeah, i've been yeah. rocking that thing and that's like that's my whole setup dude that's great got a bunch it's of all in the backpack it's all in the backpack yeah yeah, yeah. it's amazing got to keep it together the laptop 7200 too big but you on a macbook or something yeah i got a macbook pro 15 inch yeah i love it Use switch to an ipad pro right dude people have been telling me we, we were hosting our <laughs> workshop there's some people editing on their um their iPad and they were crushing it. They were yeah. on the bus. Like I can't edit on a bus and they're on yeah. the bus just like getting stuff done. I was like, damn, you're being productive and I'm just sitting here like can't do anything because I can't edit on my MacBook. Also the battery the drains like real fast on the MacBook. Yeah. So yeah. 
So yeah. I'm I actually might get an iPad. You should. Yeah. I might They're going to refresh them in October. So just wait. I'll wait, dude. Yeah. yeah. Ryan, what about you? What, what kind of gear you, you rocking these days? Um, So I use a uh, 5D Mark IV. Heck yeah. And I use Canon a, boy. Yeah, it's Canon. I love Canon. And uh, I also use a uh, Olympus EM Mark. Uh, EM1 Mark II. Dude, I shoot all my video on that. Really? Believe it or not. I'm yeah. like one of the few people. They Did you update your firmware to the version 3? Um, I've been getting noted. Like, uh, I, got, I think I got an email about it or, or something. I haven't done it yet. But Do they um, do they work with you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I work with Olympus. Um, I've been using the camera for uh, telephoto stuff just mm-hmm. because the uh, the stabilization in it is like really, really And the sensor is small, so smaller lenses. Yep. And tighter, for, tiny, for backpacking and stuff like that. <laughs> Excuse me. No, tight. That might be the first time I've ever sneezed on this podcast. I think something knocked over too, but dude, that was a catastrophic sneeze. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew the wall apart. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I, I love that camera. I love the color um, science on it too. It's actually really good. The color is really good on dynamic it. range is terrible, but <laughs> it is, I didn't want to bash him, but I tried to shoot a photo of the whole spring, just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, and the low light's awful, yeah. and yeah, but because the ibis, you can stop down to like you know one twentieth of a second, one tenth of a second if you just hold it still. Have you yeah. ever done any like long exposure stuff handheld? Um, I can like, you do that? With the yeah, dude, That's look at cool. here. I'll show you one of mine. I should have done that, the but not like flowy water. I just it just didn't make it. Make no, it I I did one tenth of a second and it worked. I'll show you. Anyways, so. Uh, do you like DSLRs? Yes. Yeah. I'm a mirrorless kind of guy. We, um, again, I keep going back to Drew just cause like it's relevant, but he was, um, you should have him here with us, man. I know he's amazing. Uh, he, I let him borrow my EOS R and he's used to the 6D and he couldn't do it. He's like, I can't, I can't do mirrorless, man. It's killing me. Well, I mean, I think if I, I would make the switch if. I don't know. I, I I think I could do the switch. It's fine. Like I shoot already. On I a, shoot on, a, yeah your camera too. Sometimes. Yeah yeah. Well the well the Olympus has the uh, the electronic viewfinder. And it's yeah. totally fine. Totally. Um, but you like take my A7R two sometimes, and I'll take your five D. I just like the battery life. Camera. I like how rugged the camera is. Um, what the Olympus? Uh, well the five D. Or the five D. Yeah. Um, and I like um, the lenses obviously that are compatible with it. I don't really. The color science is great. The color is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then on the Olympus, uh, of course, like also that's another water resistant camera. It seems like indestructible almost. So check yeah. this out. This was on the EM One Mark II. Look at the water. See, I just handheld it. And oh, he's dumb, dude. So I think that was like one tenth of a second or something. Or yeah, dope. you could. You could probably get like one tenth of a second or like a tiny bit more if you're like frozen. But yeah, you're not going to get like on a tripod st- uh, type of thing, but, uh, but still, I mean, the fact that I'm just handheld and I could, yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, the reason that I use it for video now is because of two things. Number one, screen. number one, the flip screen. Yeah, I guess that's three things. Number one, the flip screen. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things. The flip screen, the IBIS, the 4K looks great. The color science is great. Uh, and now with the version three firmware, the autofocus for video is perfect. Like it's Canon dual pixel or like Sony video autofocus Ooh, level. So, yeah, I do. and then the last thing is this lens. This lens that, I, that just came out by Panasonic is insane. 10 to 25, one seven constant. Damn boy. Yeah, so check it out. That's my setup right now. I do all my videos on this. It's a big lens, but it's actually really lightweight because it's micro four thirds. I got the flip screen. I got the color science that I love and it's a constant F 1.7, 10 to 25. So for like vlogs and like YouTuber stuff, it's wide enough. And then when you zoom into 25, it's like a 50. So it's Mm -hmm. like close enough. So that one lens does everything. It's like a 2.0 crop factor. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like exactly. This is a, I reviewed the new S1H. Have you seen this camera? Never this is a Panasonic. It's a, well, it's not out yet. Oh, it's a full frame. It. <laughs> it does it does 6K full frame video. That's wild. Uh, and they put a flip wow. screen on it. Uh, four grand, I think, just the body. But yeah. anyways, I review camera gear. That's all I do. Yeah, so. I have to check out all your stuff. The Hasselblad X1D2. just did that. How do you like uh, It's slow as molasses. The image is is amazing, though. Mm-hmm. I love the image quality. What do you shoot with you, besides your, your Olympus? I mean, I have everything you that you would down. think of. You're like, all, all the things that are relevant right now. Like, I've got the Nikon Z6, which I really love. I do the EOS R. I've got... A 1DC, the cinema version, which is awesome, uh, you know. And then cool. companies just send me crap to review. But uh, before we had you guys on the podcast, we asked you guys to do an AMA on your Instagram. So I'm going to ask you guys some uh, questions here. 29LN00 asks, how do you start off with no knowledge of the photography business world? How do you, like, that's it basically is all she, she asked, but um like how do you start with zero knowledge like i mean that's like what i did i i i got into it like i was saying before through travel and stuff but at the start i had absolutely no idea what i was doing yeah i was just clicking i still sometimes don't even know if i know what i'm doing (laughs) but it's working yeah yeah (laughs) but like um no like um youtube youtube is your best friend dude like for anything anything like settings like photography related to learn how to use a camera youtube will be your best friend yeah learn how to use lightroom youtube's your best friend lightroom's like the um application program that everyone uses to edit their images well almost everyone yeah so anything you need to know or want to know i'd ask youtube for things that you don't know but yeah that's that's basically that ryan um yeah i think youtube is like really great i've learned so much from youtube um it's there's just so much free uh information educational tools uh available on it and a lot of the creators that are also on youtube have their own uh you know learning platforms or sites or whatnot off of youtube you know on their their own pages or um etc so i think that's great i think also um finding like people that you enjoy whose work you enjoy mm-hmm. and also seeing if they have anything available so that way you can learn maybe like different aspects of the editing that you like and then trying to again incorporate that into whatever it is like okay so for example you might see a photographer uh-huh. and you might go like oh i want to take photos just like that guy then you kind of need to like sit back and go okay well how would i do that yeah. and then the wheels start turning and then you start doing research and then you realize, oh, this guy shoots on a, a, a 5D Mark IV. Mm-hmm. And it might be that that information might be either on their website, maybe it's in an interview on a, a you know a, whatever publication published a published one of you know talking with them about their gear and their photography, similar to this. Sure, maybe it's printed, um, etc. And then you're like, okay, well then I guess I need a better camera. And then you know, you just yeah. sort of move in that direction of different stuff. Also putting yourself in situations where you can take photos. Mm-hmm. Like if you can learn as much as you want about cameras, but if you're not taking the photos, like you're not gonna you're not gonna yeah. get better. You gotta just shoot you like as much as possible and like doing just... things you like. Yeah, shoot shoot what you like, man. Like if you wanna shoot food, shoot food and just shoot food every single day. And if you're doing it every single day, you're gonna get good at it. Yeah. Like well, you should get good at it, and you're gonna be—you gotta get some progress going. But, you know. <laughs> exactly. There's so much trial and error involved. Yeah. Like you're gonna screw up. <laughs> Everyone messes up. Like you—you you need to mess up. 
I've learned that's, that's with tons of stuff. Yeah, skill set. Doesn't I've screwed up Absolutely. whole brand shoots, dude, and just been like, oh, well, I gotta go do that again. Never tell that brand that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same, man. I got hired to do a big promo for a product, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Hawaii and like make this thing epic. And then like I put the whole thing together. I was like, oh man, this is terrible. So I just yeah. shot. I shot all of it in Laguna Beach, which is right down the street, <laughs> and like it looks close enough to Hawaii, or like they really didn't even know that like okay. the entire thing. And I just like film myself in front of a green screen and made it kind of like a kooky like vhs style thing anyways and like it became a better video because i like kind of dealt with my issues and yeah, stuff yeah you took a step back you're like i screwed all this up but yeah i'm gonna make it better because now i know right yeah like, exactly you have to make mistakes don't be afraid to make mistakes so at uh afrin s-h-i-t asks <laughs> How? <laughs> that's their handle uh how do you invoice your work when you're uh when you're invoicing clients oh so how do we price whatever it is that we're is it like i think it would actually sending the invoice? that's that's the question I like I, but writing an actual invoice seems like a weird question so i'm i'm, I'm assuming so let's say pricing and then also the literal making of the invoice do you just use sure, like word dude, or something okay so i I'm, used to use free invoice generator for everything but then now, <laughs> I mean, now i have a template on it. i think it's on pages yeah it's got like my logo and stuff on it but yeah it's pretty I have, simple i probably it's have this, simple <laughs> i have the simplest like worst invoice ever. Uh, and I, is it free invoice generator? Dude? No, I've I made it myself. I mean, I, I found like a invoice that uh, it was like a template, but I couldn't copy it because of a different file type than um, yeah. like word. I use Google docs, which yeah. is a dot doc file. Uh -huh. Same thing as using a, a word, but um, yeah. So I saw that and was like, oh, I'll make one similar. And uh -huh. I have not changed. Dude, your invoice. invoice doesn't have to look good. You just, it doesn't you know, matter. You need an invoice like, number. You need your name, your address, and, just the legal pricing, stuff. and then that's yeah. pretty much it, right? Your bank, your, info, your bank info. I know this sounds ridiculous. Like, yeah. I know this sounds ridiculous, but when I was like full freelance, like I would procrastinate sending invoices like crazy i don't know why I still but like do that but it's like that's I, how i make my money I still why do that, why dude. on earth would i not invoice but it takes me like two weeks and the client doesn't like they don't care they're not bugging me about yeah, it because they don't want to pay me i did that the other day i'm like i'm literally the only thing making myself not get paid right now because i didn't send the invoice and i was like sitting on his couch and just looking at my laptop I'm like so far <laughs> 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 it's like, just making myself not get paid for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. Because once you send it, you got to wait probably like two weeks to even 30 days yeah, to get it yeah, anyways. Yeah, And honestly, all I had to do was click the template. I can see Ryan's face is like, you guys are stupid. Dude, I know. I had to change like No, I've done that so many times too. Like, I, okay, I, cool. I, I've forgotten to do it. It's, but I have been I better forget. about trying to get half of half Yeah, of I don't forget. I, I just don't want to do it. I just didn't want to get off the couch, dude. I, like, I've been way too That's why much. I'm married now. So my wife is like, hey, shouldn't you send that invoice? I'm like, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, I just probably get paid, right? Dude, it's like it's crazy. Uh, and then we we actually talked about on the podcast earlier how you guys price things out. You yeah, talked about thing, uh, right? Getty Images, all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? So even like sending DMs out to you know uh, fellow ask photographers, me, ask me. All right, yeah. I, send me your DMs if you want. Just, if you have a job that you want to quote, ask me because me telling you the right prices will help everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ask you can ask and yourself. Too. Please. And Ryan, yeah, sure. Ask Ryan. Yeah, I'd rather. Ryan's I'm, all right. Sometimes, <laughs> um, no, I'd rather. I'd rather. Yeah, definitely have people pricing things at what they're valued at than what they're not valued at. Cause yeah. Like, yeah, I think everyone should just be learning this stuff anyway, and it creates a better community. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, like, it does affect the market. Yeah, so, industry standards, dude. So yeah, but for both reasons, like, yeah, yeah. send me message as well. Like, go over all that stuff. JT or J Thrifty asks your thoughts on pineapple on pizza. 
Pineapple on pizza? That's actually my best friend. Well, my best friend from my high school and stuff. So what do you think about pineapple on pizza? I personally don't do that. Actually. Oh, yeah? No, I don't. I would never ask for it, but if someone I'd eat it, it, pizza, yeah. I would eat it. If I was Dude, a, I feel, a Hawaiian pizza, I'd crush that. You pizza. know what's weird is like I freaking love pineapple pizza. I love Hawaiian pizza. Like I order it. I literally am one of those guys, and I didn't even know it was a thing to like not like that. So recently- It irks some people. Why is that I'm a problem? I think it's because it's like a fruit. <laughs> technically i think it tastes wow. great on 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 like a if i handed you like a that, pineapple pizza you'd eat I, it right yeah, yeah i just wouldn't order it it's okay delicious. i love pineapple. No, I, I, got, I, got pineapple I do order on it my leg is my first tattoo i just all, all about pineapples bro oh really what is it my pineapple tattoo yo it's show just, him the pineapple tattoo it's kind of bad i got it when i was oh, drunk in peru but <sighs> nice <laughs> it looks it's like that, a soccer ball it's got like a football right it's my first <laughs> tattoo ever and i was like a little bit drunk and then there's no, uh, there's no, there's no things, design right? or yeah. The shadow. I was like, don't put the shadow on. <laughs> he's, he's like, it's a proving guy. He just did it. And then, oh my gosh. And then I ripped a hole in it the next day because I hiked a Machu Picchu. tattoo. Yeah, it was Yikes. a story. You know what? And I love it. So don't make fun of me. Uh, this is probably a question that you get a lot in Malaria at 99. I don't know how to say it. Ask, how do you afford all these trips? We kind of talked about it, yeah. but yeah. you know, that's probably the number one question you get, right? Yeah. yeah. I would, yeah. I would say, yeah, it's either you're being hired to travel to a specific place for a brand that has a business need in that place or it's a tourism board. Yeah. So yeah. that's one way. Another way is he, that he talked about was what, what I call a piecemeal trip. What's so basically, that mean? So what that means, let me explain it. You know what a piecemeal trip I've never ever called it that. I've called, I've called it that in front of you like five times, no. whatever. I don't, I don't listen so, to it. It's when you have a He was procrastinating sending an invoice when he said it. So I know, dude. I, I literally, he'll tell me so much. This is the guy who says he didn't listen to anything for 15 minutes. In the yeah. podcast. Or five so, minutes, whatever he said. Dude, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I've been doing. Like, half the time when you guys are talking, like, I'm probably doing weird stuff with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is the pineapple on your shirt looks exactly like oh, the pineapple yeah, on your leg. Oh, yeah. See, I love pineapples, dude. Like, it's a shirt. circle pineapple, just like see, yours. your mom knows best. She yeah. Knows yeah, my mom well. got this shirt. Thanks, mom. Anyways, so piecemeal. Piecemeal, yeah. So I call it piecemeal. So I've never called it that. I've called that for years. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. So what it is is, let's say you want to go to this place. Like it could be uh, Tahiti. It could be uh, I don't know where. Jordan. Jordan. It could be the Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. It's like what? <laughs> I, I try to pick places that I really want to go to. Uh huh. Um, and then what I'll do is, uh, let's say it's Iceland, right? Yeah. Or Greenland or whatever. I'll say, hey. Um, I'm going to Greenland. Like I'll tell brands. Like I'll, I'll let like five or six brands know that like I've either worked with before or I've been wanting to work with or brands I think would be a good fit for the. And basically, what I do is I will front like the expenses for. Well, first I'll line up the brands. Well, it goes then, back into what we were talking about when we pitched the trip idea for yeah, Alaska. I'll pitch a trip. I'll, yeah. pitch, I'll be like, I'm all pitching and talk about how great the trip is going to be and how epic it is and how how uh, big of an opportunity it, it is for the client. Do you put like together why, like a, why it's relevant? Do you put some images yeah. together? Like, I, I make a pitch deck. It's like a couple slides that explains the trip, the locations we're yeah, going to, and and then I do like a mood board of examples of content and stuff, and then also media kit of like who's on the trip. It'll be like yeah. group media kits if it's like Ryan and I. So immediately it's like an online resume. Do you much. just like put all of your followers together into one? You'll yeah, have a yeah, gathering of over dude, 2 million followers. Exactly, Sometimes, dude. And yeah. that's, that is, you can crush it that way. So yeah. if you're working with other people, we'll, we'll have millions, dude. And yeah. Like there's, there's obviously a little bit of overlap between it, but it's not that much. And yeah. It's, big old number that brands like but yeah. also different styles of photography too sure which is great they'll get like a whole package and like all the styles combined will tell the complete story of the trip and that's then, so cool yeah yeah smart also I'm doing in tahiti i'm working with this like lifestyle photographer and she takes completely different photos than i take and uh -huh. i take like 
obviously like the landscape banger images, but together it's like this epic combo. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Smart. so it's called a piecemeal because you're piecing it together yeah. with ah, a different brand. So you'll use one it. brand, which will mm-hmm. you'll say, okay, this brand will cover my flights technically, and then there'll be a little bit left over, which will cover some of my food costs. I'll get another brand, which covers the remaining amount, and then you'll use the other three to four brands to profit. Mm-hmm. So that way you're making money on the trip and you're also getting all your expenses covered. Yeah. Another thing you can do too is you can talk to like, like Air New Zealand. But you have to front it at that point, right? So you gotta no, no, have some get ca- them to commit. And then before, I, and yeah. then as a business tip for me personally, is I like to get half of whatever my payment is up front always. Yeah. And if they tell you you can't say like, or don't even let, don't even give them the option to say that to you. Make sure that you're 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 telling them like I need half up front, and you do because like it's your business. Or well, what happens when it's like you, net thirty, net forty five, and you're waiting thirty days from this? Like you, like we have we have like paid, other like, expenses we have to pay for. Like it, it is really important to keep things going. You know, it's like yeah. a, a, a up and running cost. Totally. So for me, like I'm always like, yeah, I need at least half up front, and the other can be like net thirty. And I like honestly, personally, when I was doing freelance stuff, sometimes I would get paid in full up front, and or it's, full up front too. It's nice, but I will say personally, I need that motivation to finish was, the project. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that and get full up front. I'm like. I think budget too. <laughs> like I already have the money. I actually make myself do half up front, half after because if I do full up front, I'm so lazy, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I already got the money, man. Go do this. So I, I don't brands don't listen to this one. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. I always do half up front, half after because the half after you get the incentive of doing the job or finishing editing the photos. And yeah. Stuff, so. Same. Yeah. yeah. I'm the exact same. Dude, we're the same, dude. Like invoicing, man. That's why we're going to shoot a video tomorrow about the A7R4. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll bring it. I'm going I'm to come. I'm just going to crash it. <laughs> we'll have your plants in it. Yeah. I'm going to show up with an arm of plants. He's got yeah, so, like What do you got? He's got bamboo. He's got a weird leafy thing in the corner. He's got a bunch of cacti. He's got some like fake succulents, I'm pretty sure. It's incredible. Yeah, it's so much stuff. It looks sick. Though. It does look good. It looks real. No, that's uh, what you're saying about piecemealing it up. That's brilliant. That's a great way to do it. Um, But I think some people might listen to that and go, you know, Ryan, that sounds great, but like, I don't have those brand contacts sure. and I don't have that photography skill set necessarily. So if they're wanting to do what we do, uh, again, you just have to keep trying to shoot and get better. Also, like and, where you are, like if, if you're in a beautiful area, you can do so many free things like yeah. hikes, dude, you don't, you don't spend any money. And that's yeah. what I was doing. So. But, but like, let's say they want to travel to somewhere that's like yeah. further out, yeah. like, uh-huh. you know, or internationally. Just steal so. someone else's images, edit that in Photoshop and yeah, then post it as your own. all my stuff, dude. Pretend you're me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's how how we do it though uh anicus eight i don't know how to say these names why anicus, are people anicus eight do you know that yeah she she talks to me a lot okay is there a particular type of shoes that is best to wear while wearing a, on a hike we both wear danners i rock danners dude are those, i just need to get better inserts those, my danners have never failed me until the other day and i don't know why and i got this gnarly is that by choice or are those brands that work with you i mean i like didn't really work with them but they gave me boots <laughs> Same. so i just know i just know other people that but they're my favorite they they're my yeah. favorite like i had arcteryx boots before and they were great and then i got a new pair and they like ruined my life and gave me the worst blister you guys don't like chacos you wear chacos nah i sometimes wear like tivas but so like if you're in the water yeah you know boots are a little much right yeah. so what do you i wear tivas i don't even know what those are they're like cool i don't know they're just like they're like the same as chacos gotcha <laughs> like the same thing that's cool. i don't go like crazy in the water i wear flip-flops dude unless i'm swimming oh really i, guess, I love so. flip-flops <laughs> I mean, I'll add to that. Like, what when you're putting your kind of wardrobe together in your backpack or whatever? Like, what are kind of your essentials for you guys? Um, yeah, obviously for clothing, like, good. like for like a hike. 
Yeah, yeah. Like a hike. Well, even even not a hike. Like let's say we're somewhere where it's muddy or rainy, you're still gonna want like decent boots that have like Gore-Tex or. Well, yeah, I, I I wear an Arc'teryx Alpha SV jacket, and it's it's like the best jacket I've ever had. Like I think it's bulletproof, dude. You I, can shoot me point blank, and I won't die. <laughs> no, but don't do that. I've had that jacket forever, and it's never let me down. Like, you gotta have good gear, dude. Yeah, I think yeah, I think having just like a decent jacket that like uh, well, a rain jacket and like a winter. something that's not gonna get wet because the second you wet, your whole day. <laughs> Yeah, so I they can bleed really and melt in the water. So I'm not going back to Vancouver right now. California. Uh, B. Salberg 38 asks, uh, "What are some of the behind the scenes things that happen uh, that people don't normally see while uh, traveling?" Us directing people, like telling them to like sit a certain angle and like mm-hmm. sit a certain way. Like mm-hmm. the person's not just going to sit there and be perfect, like because they can't see how they look because they're yeah. not you. So yeah. you like they're not from your perspective, mm-hmm. I, I should say. So you have to like do that. I'd say that's definitely a part of it. Um, I definitely say just like running around like a headless chicken trying Dude, to get the photos. Running. Yeah. Like you're just like, oh, and you get higher angle, lower angle, go stand on that rock, quick, the lights, the lights fading. Like, yeah. When when that sun is setting, you got that clock ticking, man. It's in like California, it's stressful, it's, dude. It looks like such a serene. Yeah. Under in California, you're under yeah. a time restraint. It'll be like such a serene like scene, like it's so peaceful, but really, I'm like turn your head a little to the left, it's like, <laughs> it's like yelling across this mountain, dude. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. It's, it gets crazy. Yeah, wow. definitely like, yeah. So California- Walkie-talkies are a pro tip. I don't, we never use them, but- we Yeah. Should have <laughs> you should I actually yeah, I have a great pair and I just keep forgetting to like bring them out with me. That's but, a great idea. But um, yeah, like California too, like you have less time to work with light because we're more south versus like yeah. if you're up north, like where he is, like you have an extra like 20 minutes to get yeah, the, the light done. I don't even think about that, dude. I do. I just go in and just like, oh, I'm just freaking out too. Yeah. But you gotta enjoy it too, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's you gotta enjoy it too, though. No, yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's like an activity to do, though. Like you're doing an activity. It's fun, yeah. Taking photos, but then I like to get the shots I want, and if it's like really good and stuff, I get what I want, and then I'll I'll chill, I'll hang out. Yeah. And a lot of the behind the scenes is just like real moments. Like, it's yeah. Like not all photo stuff. It's, well, that's the it's when you when you have enough experience, you can get to a point where you like you know you got it, yeah. and it's like all right, I'm done, and yeah. it's like just chill, you know. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to again, I can only relate with my youtube experience but like uh you know i'll just i'll usually do it in one take and just like all right i'm finished and if i'm working with other people i can see like their experience level because they're just like freaking out like oh did i get that i don't know if i like if i shot enough it's like dude like no you got it on the first take bro just like chill out yeah yeah yeah. you know it's just youtube like nobody cares so all right guys well uh thanks for coming on the show i think it was like really fun having the two of you together it (laughs) made it way more entertaining that's for sure Awesome, yeah, man. I thank you for having us too. Like, this is, yeah, this is really fun. I had a great time, dude. I'd when say, I was uh, spacing out sometimes, <laughs> not knowing what I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> uh, and on that note, I think uh, we're at a good stopping point. Thanks, guys, for coming on the Golden Hour podcast. I would encourage both, uh, I would encourage everybody to subscribe or follow both of you guys. Uh, Braden, what's your handle? handle? Yeah, I'm um, at Bray Bray Woo Woo, and I also run at All About Adventures. And then, Ryan, you're at um, mine's my name, which is Ryan Rusaka. R E S A T K A. Yep. Yeah. So thanks guys for coming on the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Did yeah, you have it was fun? Great, man. It was fun. Yeah. Time. And uh, we'll shoot a review tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, dude. <laughs>
hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the golden hour podcast again i would encourage you guys to follow both of them on instagram they're incredible guys and they're putting out tons of work uh that's a lot of fun to look at so definitely follow them and thanks again for listening to the golden hour show if you have any suggestions or if you have any guests uh that you would like to see on this podcast then shoot me a dm at dave mays underscore on instagram or tweet me at dave mays underscore on twitter Thank you guys for all your support and love of the Golden Hour show here in the Polar Pro Studio. Once again, I'm Dave Mays, and we'll see you next Tuesday.